This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, I'm Josette. I'm Naomi. And I'm Katie. Uh, You might know us because we are a band called Muna. And this is our podcast, Gaotic. Where we gaily, chaotically talk about us and anything that we want because we're the bosses. (laughs) So welcome to hell. Strap in and get ready for whatever the crap we're going to talk about this episode. So true, bestie. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And then there's a car crash. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. You actually listened to the first episode. You knew that I did a lot of whippets at one point. Not a lot, but I've done enough but to damage. Enough. The, I've done enough to damage um, the recollection. I don't know why my memory is so bad. I it could be from smoking weed every yeah, day. No, that's actually also, the weed is real. I worry about that with myself. I know I worry about it too. But I think the memory. <laughs> it's it's over. Then, and I forget to worry about it. So <laughs> you know what? And and that's that why like a t-shirt. That's why weed is a forget blessing. Forget to worry about it. To be honest, <laughs> as I said, we all need a good hit in the head. And I say it again because I forgot the first time. (laughs) (laughs) No, but also the thing of like memory loss as like an anxiety trauma coping mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Whoa, dude, you just think about, I watched the, you guys weren't having interest in this. I don't, I don't want to tell talk you about any. the Night Stalker. No, it's not that. It's a kin. <laughs> okay. It is a kin. I don't want to talk about I don't want to hear about the Night Stalker again. <laughs> don't, I, don't tell me don't, about the Night Stalker. Even seeing the poster I, me, for the me Netflix tell, is always trying enough. to tell Naomi about a murder thing. I'm like, oh. But this does have to do with that. But it's really interesting. <laughs> okay. um, it's this lady who was like kind of like the forefront of diagnosing people with multiple personality disorder. But it was about like, it's also about mass incarceration and how like, so many people who are convicted serial murderers are just deeply mentally ill and yeah. aren't given the well obviously but it's just the well, obviously <laughs> well yeah you idiot well sorry <laughs> sorry i wasn't a fucking genius <laughs> I figured every guy going in there was the healthiest man on earth. Really spiraled. And one day, something bad he did. (laughs) And then he accidentally did it a couple more times. It was a big problem, but he's fine. (laughs) Either way. I thought we knew, like, they're mentally ill, but, like, the problem is that they could kill people. No, but they weren't, like, properly diagnosed. Like, where people, it's like, where it's like, it's really the argument of, like, evil. Where people in, who take, Part. People who take part in the system of mass incarceration believe that people are inherently evil, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. this woman is like, no, these people are actually men- deeply mentally ill and aren't receiving and the help that they need. Yeah, but it's also about like so many people who actually are like so deeply traumatized that they have like things like schizophrenia and like multiple personality disorder. Yeah, and they're just not. It, it was like. Well, it's so much. I, I, it's so I, much. Have you ever gotten onto like a YouTube hole of like? To be honest, that type of shit shakes me to my bones. Yeah. Louis, Louis was really into that. Louis was into what's the movie Sybil? 
Sybil's fucked with up. a young Sally Sybil's Fields. Sybil's fucked up. Yeah. I can't talk about Sybil legally, but... Naomi's going to have to contact their lawyer. Uh, I am obligated to avoid that discussion <laughs> for personal reasons. I didn't really even get to the point. I don't know how we even... I do not know how we got here. I, I didn't get to the, even to the point. And okay. the point Katie stupid. was talking about the hair growing on her face, and you were like, maybe you're... You know what? You're, okay, you're this a is a completely <laughs> random thought related to serial killers and fear mm-hmm. and scary things from the internet. Do you remember that thing <laughs> about the hair turning into a man who kill you? No, well, kind of. There's the the photo of the man. It's like this man has appeared in everyone's dreams. It's oh, like this picture oh, of this weird no. man's face. Yeah, but it's like, but ultimately, the man looks like pretty stupid. <laughs> like it's it's a normal yeah, guy. Yeah, I know what you're talking you know, he's about. Kind of like. <laughs> and it's like this man oh. is in everyone's he's the dream man when did this happen was dreams. this on the internet like E-bombs a few years ago era? yeah definitely e-bombs definitely definitely but e-bombs to to current i have seen him on the on the timeline God, he kind of looks like a cro so scary i know it's so scary. i saw I it and then i got scared and i was kind of like that's so stupid they're like the moment you wake up from a dream they're just like was he in it and you're, and you're like, like i just yeah. woke up yes <laughs> i just woke up you told me yes <laughs> like to be honest though that really like pers- why is that so like oogie boogie you is, know what i mean i hear me, that i'm like Ugh. yeah it gives me the kind of it gives me an e-bombs world feeling yeah but the uh, e-bombs world is oogie boogie you know what i mean i was going on there to be a little bit scared and also Aroused, a little bit aroused, yeah, totally. <laughs> well, it seems like you might need, you might see some boobies, some hoo has. Well, I've told you guys this. E bombs was like Cartoons. my gateway to porn because there were videos of like there were stick figure oh, the videos. Stick sex. <laughs> yeah, there was stick sex. I'm actually unfamiliar, but well, they were gay. There was like videos where like was I it forget. guys? Yeah, it was guys, and there was like there was one pr- particular video that I would like search specifically because in like the last 10 seconds of the video there's like a depiction of like these two guys they're stick figures and Touching one sticks. of them is giving the other one a blowjob and there's and the sound effects are quite realistic and wow. I was like what if, have you seen that I was like bom bom beat but that's like you're, you're like ASMR me? yeah that, <laughs> why do I feel like this yeah <laughs> I like those videos actually I think they're really funny yeah, they're cute. Um, but you're like into the auditory because didn't you say you got turned on by the ASMR? How oh. dare you? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I I, I ousted her. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess you're really putting something together for me. Yeah, I, 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 I need the I like the sounds. Bum, bum, yeah, this bum, is actually the bum, sound that turns her on the most. Me. And then the video is like. <laughs> <laughs> but also, <laughs> whoa, that's actually really interesting because it's your 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 greatest turn on and also your worst fear. <gasps> Oh yeah, because I hate this mouth. You sounds. hate mouth sounds. Yeah, that's this crazy. Is, this has shaken me to my core. I'm on my knees, <laughs> <laughs> shaking, <laughs> shaking Praying violently. Baby, thinking please. About this. You know what? I've been I've been gassy in the mouth. I've been congested. It's <laughs> like a horrible way of <laughs> saying that. You've okay, been you, you you do not do not do not be mean. <laughs> but, I'm sorry. No, I was trying to say, do not slander me, but the word slander slipped out of my <laughs> slithering skull. <laughs> and, and instead I said, do not be mean. I, I went to the most base primary thought that I could have, 
Which was frankly, do not be mean. You know what? Pretty iconic. Can everyone just be nice? New new merch release. (laughs) Rip Harry Styles rip. Do not not be mean. (laughs) We are taking his eloquent sentence and just simpling it down for the simpletons out there. Yeah, I watched a dra- I watched an actual drag show on Zoom recently. Cool. Whoa! And I saw like regular, like I saw drag queens that were like cis men who were drag queens, and then I saw uh, cis women like butches that were doing like drag. They were drag kings. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but it was interesting. And then I saw there was also a genderqueer person who did drag as like a drag king. But it was interesting to think about how it's like for genderqueer people, it's like either way, it's drag. Like, yeah, I feel the same way. Really, for any for gender identity, either way, it's, it's drag. drag. Yeah. Like you could even be a cis gay man and be a drag king. Like, I really want to do I want to do bio drag and I want to do uh I don't know what you drag kinging. Mm-hmm. It ma- makes kinging. me curious. The more I watch people do drag, it's like it's almost like it makes me think about like Jungian psychology sure. and like the shadow selves because it's like there, there, there's some people say that their drag is like an alter ego. Some people, it's an it's actually like the thing that's been interesting is like certain people on RuPaul who. Who later come out, like I find out later after watching that they came out as trans uh-huh. and it's just like, it's like you can tell that they're really, really being their, themselves. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely interesting. Yeah. Because sometimes you could just see people doing something and it's like, that's really who you are and who you're meant to, and, to mm-hmm. be. And even mm-hmm. if that expression is like entirely over the top, yeah. like that is still valid and is not. Like the essence of that is true. Yeah, you know. I just love how long it takes everybody to figure out what their vibe is. It's yeah, like, it's very beautiful. It's, we, it's hell, but it's hard and it's hell. And I think a lot of it is like you know being led astray or told not to listen. Yeah, to your gut instinct or something. When is I watched a video of Gabor Mate and it was having to do with obviously like the body, not the body keeps the was score, it the but one his, I sent you his similar research. It was the twenty minute long one where he's talking about the the cello yeah, woman, right? I sent he, you that. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh was this? god, that was such a sad story." Oh my god, I can't even really get into it, but so, it's so I read- depressing. But he talks about how he's like, "Raise your hand if you've ever had a gut instinct before." Oh like, yeah, he obviously talks about everyone the raises their hand, yeah. and he was like. When has your gut instinct about something been wrong? Yeah. And then it's like way fewer people raise their hands. And it's like, yeah, your gut, there, there is something about like the essence of you being knowing something more than your, your own brain. I feel like a lot of people are just really detached from it. Like, I think I'm really we're told to be. Well, that's that's also a product of how we were raised and, and culture. and Yeah, totally. Well, and also being told that we're like wrong. You know what I mean? I don't even know what I think. Sometimes it's like you don't even really know why, but it's just like that's your experience, and or you just get the feeling think, that you can't trust yourself yeah. because you. I don't not. think I can trust myself. And yeah, that and then so you inherently kind of maybe learn to interpret your gut feelings in different ways or I, whatever. I, I do think I have a good gut instinct, but I do think I fall victim to being like trying not to uh, close myself off to things, and so I let things maybe, even though I know it's. Right. Even though I've been told and I know that it's not right. Right. Because there's having the instinct and there's also like having to set a boundary or something. Or if you like have an instinct, you know, you're gay or you're 
trans or heterosexuality is not for you or whatever, but it's like you you don't want to lose your attachments to other people. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what he talks about a lot in yeah. in when the body says no was like mm-hmm. we have a need we're really vulnerable when we're younger in that we like need to be loved and need to be attached to our caretakers, but if you have impulses that there are not acceptable to them, then you kind of have to learn to not do them, mm-hmm. you know. It's almost like Gabor Mate should be the bumper of the podcast. Like if we if we start name checking Gabor Mate, we need to turn back. But okay, this actually brings me to no. Gabor Mate. <laughs> this does bring me to what I was going to gonna talk around. about. Yeah. It does kind of. It's perfect segue. Uh, what my thing was uh, was okay. When was the first time that you felt gay shame? Oh my Fuck god! Okay. I love this question. Gay sh- Okay. Like that, you felt because, shame because gay shame is different than gay feelings. My gay no, feelings gay sh- when far you, precede my yeah, shame. Yeah, me too. Well, when you when you when you realize that it's not like you realize it was wrong, but because mm-hmm. it's not wrong. But when you realize so it was wrong, when you realize how wrong it was, but so it, that is a thing. You know what I mean? Like you realize yeah. you're just like, oh no. Yeah, I, I think for me, it. I no, have so many memories. No it's one like ever. I, I feel fortunate in that no one. I. I came up and grew up kind of in in a very like loving and accepting community of people and I went to very progressive schools and whatever like I I I'd never thought that being gay was bad or anything like that and I I don't think anyone ever made me feel that way but I do think it was kind of when my like obvious difference from my peers started to become apparent like when I was mm. like in, I think I felt like gender shame. I felt gender shame Me too. really intensely, like w- around like pre puberty between like nine and 11 when like they're Would kind people of like, accidentally okay, call you, you a boy because you were with sh- the boys all they, the time. Yeah, they've done yeah. that before. And like I kind of liked that. And like I also like. I played on the boys' soccer team, and then I couldn't play on the boys' soccer team anymore because uh, yada yada. And then that kind of made yeah. me feel like in internal uh, gender nonconforming shame about the way that I presented and uh-huh. that I wasn't normal and that I wasn't like, why couldn't I just be like other girls, quote unquote, and just be normal? And yeah. I, but I just couldn't. So I felt that shame young, and then I think the the sexuality shame of like of not liking. N- not not only not being cis, but also not liking men r- at all. Really, oh, that's interesting. Was was weird because I think in my head I'm just like I'm different because I'm not a I'm not a girl really. Like, and I kind of got treated like not a girl really by most people. Uh huh. But I think yeah, once I realized that like my peers were were experimenting sexually with boys and like and really liked boys and wanted to date them i i, I was like i like them <laughs> like i'm nice. friends with them and i kind of get it but i just like didn't feel those feelings and it just did not i was just like i'm just not like you i at all yeah when i first started making really female right. friends was around like sixth grade so that was kind of when everyone's really pubescent and you know experimenting and stuff and i was just like i'm just not like you but i also feel really lucky in that i wasn't ever really made to feel shame but were you thinking later were you thinking i "I like girls or were you just thinking i I don't really like guys i know i I knew for forever i've known since i was like i knew that i was i knew that i liked girls when i was like five i knew that i loved my kindergarten teacher i loved her dude <laughs> shout i out was to talking Senorita about Pei. this the other day she was a really good teacher shout out <laughs> lol 
Mm. Um, and she was she spoke five languages. How That's could you so not? Cute. I was... Anyone in their right mind would have thought she was amazing, and she was. That's sort of like Naomi's kink. You know what I mean? She like even so... from a young age, she had yoga with Adrian energy. Yeah, that was her vibe. As That's a great. I just think about uh, you being energy. a heartbroken kindergartner, being like, "Why does she have a boyfriend? His name is Barney. What are you, a dinosaur? <laughs> Purple dinosaur? I watch on TV." He's being I like, can't. You can you imagine with Naomi with thought. their little brains? <laughs> Psychotic. Aww. I had a really so I, a powerfully gay feelings from for forever. They would come in and come come out but because then I'd be like, more... I like soccer or whatever. Yeah, you know, like, I, like, I totally. I like reading my book or something stupid. But from I, from what I'm hearing, it was more the shame around sexuality was more around like you just not feeling the same thing for guys and not being able to socialize with your female friends. Just not relating, way. like, and then kind of having to perform, <laughs> like, I totally, relating, being like, ha yeah, ha yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's so yes. interesting. I you know? relate to and you then, so and much. And then even trying yeah. to, like, get into it and be like, well, sure, he's a good-looking guy. And then it's like, yeah, I want to be him. I want to <laughs> be him. He's so cool. I want to be him. Like, I don't wow. want to be with him. I want to live in his body. Like, I think that's, that's such an interesting thing for like, you know? I feel like any gay person or someone who uh, is on the spectrum of queerness with their gender, with their sexuality, it has always had someone that like, they think that they have a crush on them, but they actually just want to be them. Yeah. I feel or that. you want to date the girl they're dating yeah. or like yeah. something There's like something that. There's something about it yeah. that's anyway. that you think it's one, you convince yourself I it's one thing. I did things a different way. It's so, it's so interesting how we are the same, but like the patterns are so different. Well, uh, you, in terms you of, more, you're, you're, you're different. You were also <laughs> different. You were also socialized differently than we were in that you were really well, obviously, we're all socialized very different. I'm also I was like, not on any boys' sports team. I was hardly yeah. even on the girls' teams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's I was like I don't want to play. I don't want to kick the ball. Hit <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, but I was saying I was talking about this the other day. I think that I did do a thing where I, from a young age, because you guys know about the hotties club. That made me sad. Yeah. So when I was in like second grade, I cool invented a club. Idea, I became yeah. a bully. We'll make this merch. <laughs> <laughs> I was bull- I I was bullied in we like kindergarten. Club merch, but then I I made a club, the Hotties Club, and I the we- the funny thing is that I made my best friend Brianna Hottie number one. Okay. And I made myself Hottie number two. You were like, we must all bow to the obviously reverent beauty of my friend. <laughs> <laughs> But of course, such is the natural order of things. Oh, <laughs> I'm not a fool. Like, that's kind of weird. As the founder of Hotties Club, I <laughs> have chosen <laughs> that we worship. <laughs> I was like, I, I was having that memory, oh, and I was like, makes sense, fuck. makes sense, makes sense. Huh, that part's that's a little weird. That's interesting. And then really I think about when I had, because I was the first girl really in my grade to date a guy I was like I was crazy, crazy really on top of and I always and I had crushes on boys like intense ones that I can remember but when I think but when I dive when I peel one layer back mm-hmm. I'm excited like Zoom my crush together. on my boyfriend who I I hope you're not listening to this Neil <laughs> 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 I dated Neil for three years. From, oh, Neil! From fifth grade to seventh grade, that I is started so dating very early. Crazy. I wonder. But, but put a pin in this thought for, okay. for me. This is for me to come back. Okay. okay. When I really look back at that, I remember that on the first day I met him, I thought that he must have had a crush on 
this other girl. Oh, so you did it to do that. I was like, I was like, Proxy. that other girl is really beautiful. And that other girl, I perhaps even did gay things with when I was younger. It's like, there's so many layers, but it's like, I was like, that other girl is really beautiful. He, of course, likes her. I'm going to like him. And so as to have an unrequited love. It was like this, <laughs> ma- but then it would be requited because I was pretty good at manipulating and those then you situations. Were like, well, oh no! <laughs> like if I, <laughs> oh no, I well, got what well, I want. Oh no, I'm going to date him for three years. Um, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> really long term. That's the thing that's shocking to me. Well, but what is a relationship when you're in fifth grade? Like, I don't know. We hardly ever had to talk. I just had to write. What it was was I called him from my home phone once a week. I had a list of topics. To That's possibly talk really about. Cute. That's how you know you're gay, though. <laughs> In the you sense don't know of, like, what to talk you don't about. know what the fuck to say. You're like, when you're around a guy and it's like romantic and you're like, oh. <laughs> well, I don't know how to talk to guys in general, I would say. No, I don't know how to talk to pretty much anyone. If yeah, that's really the truth. Right. So, As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Um, So wait, so back to the back to the topic. Where's the shame? Well, I didn't have shame (laughs) around not liking guys because I I actually have always been very capable of being obsessed with men. Mm-hmm. I can be obsessed with a guy. Well, because maybe you're obsessed with the patriarchy and power. Ooh. Yeah, ah, I think ooh. that makes sense. I'm a Slytherin. Ooh. Ah, ooh. <laughs> so and I didn't ever cheat. struggle with that. But I did. <laughs> I'm I was crushed I under the weight of my own big brain. Ooh. Something that we, I think, have <laughs> discovered through our friendship is like maybe because I was so straight passing and so femme, I actually did have more sexual experiences Come and with pant. girls. Totally. Come and pant. I, I well, completely... that's different. That's a different thing. <laughs> well, that's and that was totally a big discovery different. for me. But <laughs> I did have more sexual experiences with girls. Well, because you were allowed to be they, like, they, they they were like put these dykes in a cage. Away <laughs> 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 from my daughter. <laughs> And I was like, I'm coming over for sleepover. Katie is a normal girl, just like every other girl. Joe and Naomi are clearly gross. (laughs) They can come, but it's fucking weird if they also play strip poker with the other girls. Yeah. It just gets weird. Mm. So you don't play, but you're playing, but you don't take anything off. I can't remember. I can't remember if anybody ever like caught me doing that stuff when I was younger, but I I have, like, a vague feeling around, like, being super young, like, kindergarten or before, and, like, kissing a girl on a play date, but kind of, like, making out. 
to be honest. Uh, it couldn't have been me, but. Um, and a feeling like, okay, that was maybe not what we're supposed to be doing on a play date. And then I fast forward to when I was watching um, the movie Get Over It. And I learned how to – I could do this thing on my VCR. Yeah, I know this. Did that make you feel shame? <laughs> yeah, we know this. It, wait, say it for the, say it for the folks Okay, at home. there was a scene where a woman's top got pulled off in kind of a Rube Goldberg effect. Wow, in, amazing. In actually. a Chinese restaurant. And, and I figured out that if I pressed like pause and fast forward at the same time, it would go in slow motion and I could see the boobies. So my mom wasn't home. I did it, and then I was standing in front of the TV, and I thought I was going to go – I thought I was going to pee in my pants. So I was – if you just saw me from above, if you were God watching this small child. <laughs> Imagine. That's the moment. It was just God's small, like, I wonder what Katie's <laughs> Checking on Katie. It was a small girl standing in front of a very big TV. Were you by yourself? I was by myself. I was two feet away from the TV. I was standing on my tiptoes, and I had both hands kind of like a banana hammock. <laughs> Holding my meanwhile, vaj- God vaj- is watching. How, wait, how old were you? Probably, I don't know, eight. Interesting, or something. Interesting. And did you masturbate? Not to fruition at that point. No, <laughs> I don't think I had any idea mm-hmm. how to do that. Um, but because I didn't, I thought I needed to pee. But you I were like, my belly button hurts. <laughs> and <laughs> then I was like, that was also wrong. Uh-huh. Um, well, it's when you did know you it's know? wrong. Did, that's when you felt wrong. I think I, as soon as I had gay sexual feelings, I think it was also tied into shame. That could be the Irish Catholicism. Yeah. Intergenerational shame woven into the DNA. Wow. You know, my dad recently told me that his grandparents were both gay. And so I was I love like, that. and they were married and they had like 13 kids or whatever, something crazy. That's, that's the craziest part they of this that revelation. I, know, I, th- I would really... definitely do that. I think if I was, I if I was born in it's another like, century. Well, if, they're both, if you're both kind of queer, I guess you're just like, well, just maybe we should just be together, I guess. Cause like, whatever. You have to really get can, along. Well, then you can have side flings and yeah. they get it, yeah. you know, that is horny and they're not going to murder you if and they find out. Scary. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, okay. I think Joe. that's enough shame for me. Okay. Joe, go. Uh, it's so hard. I relate to you so much because yeah. so much of my Gnarly. shame is also just feeling like not like a girl. Yeah. And feeling wrong and also like getting misgendered and being called a boy, but then being like, I'd rather be a boy, but I'm a girl. Right. Like when, when I was a young kid. That's yeah, so interesting. And then it's also like, is that internalized misogyny? Yeah. Or like, what really is that? Just feeling, feeling. like an other. That's, I think that's the I thing I always feel. I've wrestled with that. Like an other, but it was more manifest as like, I don't know how to pose right in photos. Oh, if that makes any oh, sense. Oh, which is gay. <laughs> that's an inter- That's the most interesting thing you've ever said. I will say that that because <laughs> you dykes, didn't know what we are objectively the worst at taking photos or posing for photos or being in photos. I feel like I can do it now. When yeah, I was a we're kid, better my, right now. My little train. fat ass couldn't do it. Oh, I am fine. I just like cystic acne because like there was a time uncomfortable. Where- People would take photos on actual cameras, oh, and they'd wow. get uploaded in batches on Facebook, and like they post the even horror. The awful. Actually, I actually do relate to this. The and horror then seeing of yourself. yeah, seeing yourself, and oh. just be, and I just remember being like, this should not be viewable. Yeah, it's horrible that people the panopticon of early internet. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, all of those photos, like I did, I did re-download Facebook because I want to sell some stuff on Facebook Marketplace. I haven't gone on my Facebook. Um, but I, I, it would be an interesting you're, discovery. You're trying to get to the marketplace to go back. Yeah, well, I'm obviously uh, uh, wheeling and dealing. Uh, <laughs> you know me. 
Joe's making big deals. And trying to make big deals. Um, but where was I? You know what? You really in feeling like an other. Oh yeah, I I I felt like an other. But I remember, um, as you guys know, my brother's also a homosexual. Yes. Uh, just which he's not out. We're just outing. Him. <laughs> yeah, we're out of him right now. <laughs> Sorry, Louis. No, he's very out. And no, very he's gay. definitely very very gay. But I remember uh, I had gay feelings before, and I I felt weird about them. But I I there's this just this one moment I I was doing gay things. Uh, I was doing gay things with an older girl. You guys know my yes. whole story. Yeah. I was a freshman in high school. I know I felt gay and shame before this, but this was like where, like, I feel like I, I, I feel like I could have come. It's not like I was never in or out of the closet. It's not like I ever came out because I was. I thought you were going gay. in a different direction there. I feel well, like no. could, I could come I, even talking <laughs> about it. If I'm honest, <laughs> I just came in my pants. Actually, when I've been saying Full transparency, come, this whole this whole episode, I've been saying come in pant. I was actually saying I'm pretty close to coming in my pants, <laughs> and I just did. <laughs> Wait, you're saying you could have? You didn't come out of the closet, really? Well, I just never did. Yeah, like my whole life, I never really came out of the closet until I forced you out. <laughs> until till right now. <laughs> I'm actually, this is my coming out story. <laughs> um, but that would have been a moment. Yeah, that would have, well, it's not like that. It, so, is it the so, feeling after? Well, my brother oh my said God. to me, so Horrible. it's like I was doing, I I was doing gay things and it would never occur to Were me that it was like weird. Were you doing like the full gay things? Yeah, I was doing the full gay things. Yeah, okay. Uh, I was in gay love. Yeah. Uh, but I was obviously a little baby child. Yeah, but, you were so young. But Louis said to me, aren't you scared about what other people are going to think? And that was like, I think I could have, it's not like my narrative, I think I could have stopped myself from maybe doing things with boys later on that I did if that, it's not like, um, if that didn't happen, but I do feel like I never really registered as what I was doing was wrong until like he said that to me, but I know he said that to me because he was going through like an even more like intense, yeah. yeah, but he didn't, I, I, you know. It's just like a different experience. But I just remember that like I don't even know if he would remember that at all. Yeah. But yeah, it's just interesting. I know I felt a lot of shame like before that because I just – I remember, yeah, when I was younger. But I I think I was also more tied up with gender too. But do you think when he said that to you like it hadn't occurred to you to be scared of what other people would think about it? I think I was just so caught up in – you know, you were in like, love. Yeah, it was my first like romantic like experience. Yeah, you know what I mean. And we've talked about this before, like in relationships now. Like when you're just with your person and you're doing things, and then you realize you're like, oh, it's Praying. funny that this is gay. Yeah, it's so weird. Sometimes. So you don't really think about it. And then somebody, it sounds shame like shame creeps in well, someone's I mean, like, voice. That's, that's, that's really. what I mean. The shame, the shame isn't a part of you. You know what I mean? Like you, as a godly creature, aren't shameful. Shame is entered from people who've been in reality who've because existed of, in this because world. Because of Eve eating the apple, yeah, that dirty slut. Because of the dirty whore and her curiosity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Women are gods, devils. <laughs> uh. <laughs> God's little devils on earth. Anytime you, a woman you know asks I mean. a question, tell her, shut the hell up. <laughs> That's actually the name of this podcast. Shut the hell up. We're trying to prevent gay shame. But but you know what no, I mean? But I, like, I, it I doesn't, totally know. It doesn't exist. Because like, you as a creature, it's like anything I do and that I know now, it's like it's not shameful to be gay. The only thing that's shameful is the thing that already exists in society. Society's yeah. view that it's shameful. You know what I mean? Like you don't feel like shame society's inherently. Expectations, I can't really like, remember anybody saying to me 
until much later. I do feel like I felt the shame before yeah. anyone said to me that it was weird or wrong. Well, well I think maybe you have a sexual it. feeling. Yeah. An well, early sexual feeling, I think, brings up shame because you're like, this feels good, but I know because I'm not an idiot that I can't talk about this. Yeah, but mm. you know what I mean? Like, you're like, you're I'm not going to tell somebody about this. But it's not like someone has to say something to you for you to exist in this society that has norms. It's like right. you having a sexual feeling about a woman is not something that's represented to you on TV, especially with like when we were growing up or yeah. things that you saw that was normal. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I know. there was something that was not of the ordinary about yeah. it because and if of it like, is being represented it's like as a joke yeah or like in a way that it's like I'm like kind of sad yeah yeah yeah. you're like Ross's wife is a dirty lesbian on Friends you remember that that yeah. was a big deal they were like she's a dirty ugly lesbian oh, fucking weird and then like she's like not on the show at all and they're like how disgusting <laughs> or whatever <laughs> but even like, that was like that was the best that it had been really. she was pretty banging for crazy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I think she was pretty hot so. yeah what's her I, I can't remember I don't know who she is <laughs> I'm sure and she wasn't she was straight probably by a straight woman was she yeah. Clarice in um, the Mary Kate and Ashley it takes two you couldn't even no. you I could th- put a gun wow. to my head with that question no I way I would know that okay. <laughs> see this is the this is the being socialized differently because I've I mean, seen every Mary Kate and I've Ashley I've seen a lot movie. of them but god I told you the whippets and yeah, the whipping, whipping it and dipping it. Whipping, it's honestly not the whip. It's, it's actually the systemic uh, problem of pot. Systemic it pot. It is a little scary to me how that could have <laughs> affected me. Systemic pot in my life. <laughs> I think we should actually end with chip of the day. I think we should as well. Yeah, wow. I brought chips so that we could do real chip of the day instead of last time we said we were going to do chip of the day. We didn't have chips. These, um, could have these I ate chip. these recently. I didn't know they existed. Okay. Uh, I brought... Um, Kettle for the for the for the audio files. Wait, yeah, wait. <laughs> Get us some ASMR. Those wait, are... crinkle the bag. Crinkle the bag. Ooh. Those are these. These are okay. Crinkle cut. These are the crinkle cut kettle brand dill pickle potato chips. Great taste naturally. Okay, okay. Before we actually get into this, any ads. Can, can we? Can I know we've been chit 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 chatting? Um, okay, I'm gonna ask some questions. Okay. Um, when you. If you're going to buy a brand of chip... Okay, fuck that. Okay, I got another question. I don't buy chips because I'm going to eat them. Well, I eat them. That's, okay, we'll what? See. Okay, how do we feel about crinkle cut versus... If we're talking about just... We're, we're on kettle chips today. When I saw this, I was like, nice. I want a, I want crinkle cut. Yeah, and are you we... Like the texture. Do you guys... Yeah. Are we into... Uh, as a chip eater, are you into something that's more acidic? Or are you into something that's more like... Um, spicy... Barbecue-y. I'll tell is, you. Is salt and vinegar acidic? I'm just like... Acidic, acidic. as fuck. I'm just yes, like all the way... Salt. This is Then this is it. Yeah. This is it. I, I had these recently. Very I very I think... Oh my for, God. With me I'm for I'm gonna chips, like it. I'm a dill girl. Generally speaking, I like two things. You like barbecue, don't Texture. You? So crinkle, You're doing a crinkle, crinkle with your wa- hands. Wavy texture. Or folded. I like when they're folded in half. Like what? Like when what? a chip is naturally like folded in half in the bag. No, like oh, yeah. when you get a when oh, you get a, a Lay's potato chip and it's naturally folded. folded. Yeah, a crunch like anything with a good crunch, I'm into. And I'm into the flavor, just as much dusting of flavor as I could possibly get. I just want it to be intense. We should, I don't care if it's salty wow. or sour. What do you think? Acidic barbecue. Goldfish. I'm into all of it. 
Goldfish are fire. I was thinking about flavor plastic goldfish. Do you yeah. guys ever were you guys into those? Those are yeah. so good. They were huge in middle school, yeah, along definitely. with Altoid sours. Yeah. If you oh my god, Altoid yeah, sours. dude. Those oh were, my god, those were the viral inside of my mouth time. ripped up, uh, literally shredded to pieces. These from these will these cut are gonna your rip mouth. up my mouth. Yeah. All right, yeah. I had these recently because Naomi and I were talking about. Well, no, we all I'm were gonna, talking about how the. I'm gonna open them up. The, yeah, open them up. The pickle brand of the ones from Mendocino Farms uh, are are not vegan. These are vegan. Um, yeah, these, crazy. These are those. Are, I would say are more akin to sour cream and onion. These are these look phenomenal. certainly dill pickle chips. They really ring true to the All name. Right, don't let's... don't eat it yet. Yeah. Wait, actually, should we go over? Should we go over how the chip looks? They look. They look really great. Good. They look no, sexy. but they, they look, like, look a ruffle. like sour cream and onion. Like in terms of yeah, the, similar. The They're dusted. Like you can see the actual dill. Yeah. You can see the herb. They're definitely ruffled, and they look amazing. And I can smell them. Let's do this. I got you. Oh, I'm happy. I find these to be so good. I ate a whole bag of them when I when your mom came by to see blue. Oh, swag. Man, these are fucking good. They they are dill pickle chips. You can taste the dill. The you can taste the pickle. Yeah. As opposed to the Mendocino Farms ones are more like sour cream and onion. That's why I think they have I mean, I think it's That's the why cream. I think they have cream on them. They have to have some sort of like How do you think they flavor this? I really like is have... it pickle water or something? Like I think it's vinegar. The... I mean, I don't wonder, because the thing is, it does taste like pickle. Like, that's the thing. It's not like salt and vinegar. It's like vinegar. This does taste like a pickle. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking I really that. don't know. Wait, let's look at, can you pass me the bag? I want to look at the ingredients. I'll read them to you. Pretty simple, actually. Potatoes, safflower, and or sunflower, and or That was a HeadGum Podcast.